Thomas. Hi, Maria. Very nice to meet you. Likewise. <laughs> you are the founder of Eprada, um, which I heard is um, a startup in Graz. How did this story start? I would say the story of Eprada is a bit based on my personal story, I would say. Uh, so already during my studies, I kind of figured out online marketing. That's the thing I want to uh, excel in my career. That's the thing I want to do once I'm grown up, so to say. Um, Already during my studies, I started working in different uh, positions as an online marketing manager, first in B2B sectors, working for Magna Steyr, uh, being there responsible for everything that had to do with the website, uh, everything going out there. But one of the things that I you know, like, uh, learned there was uh, online marketing is really my kind of passion. And I figured out especially the topics around search engine optimization, as well as uh, search engine advertising, uh, so with Google Ads. This is really the thing that uh, where I felt my personal passion in it. And over the next years in my career, I was building up uh, different departments uh, in focusing on online marketing for different companies out there. Eventually ended up uh, already founding my first startup, was, which was focusing on online fashion shopping. Also, there is online marketing. Ah, what involved. was the name of this? Uh, it was Trendly, it's called. And uh, okay. we sold it back then, I would say, with a black zero. Um, and uh, after that, you know, like jumping back again a bit into the career mode, um, I was uh, responsible for launching Nuki. It was one of the, or it was the most successful Kickstarter campaign when we launched it. And this was uh, where I was, so to say, the, the lead uh, for this campaign yeah. with my team back then. And, uh, but then I came to the conclusion where I thought, okay, that's really cool. Uh, but I, you know, like I want to do something on my own again. You know, like I want to found my own company again. Uh, while at this time also apps have became a very big thing already, like in the market, more and more apps were pushing. Uh, some of my friends already were millionaires uh, out of apps back then because they were kind of the first ones who identified uh, this new medium uh, that was out there. And I was uh, consulting uh, a lot of them on the site until I came to the conclusion Hey, actually, that's really what you know, like that that gets me, you know, that gets me going. There is my passion lying, working together with uh, cool digital projects and products and helping them to be successful on a worldwide level. That was really kind of you know, like the, this main driver I had in me. Back then, I was working as a consultant, uh, came to the conclusion, okay, I somehow need to scale up myself. You know, I can only work so much as I have time uh, left, so to say. And uh, also at the same time, uh, the topic was that optimizing apps is involved so much manual work of data analysis and all this stuff. And I just uh, you know, like thought to myself, there must be a way how we can automate this stuff, how we can bring in artificial intelligence, how we can you know, like get more uh, help, more apps actually out there. And uh, then I teamed up uh, with Christian who is the co-founder over here at Apparita, who is the smartest guy I know. And uh, I said to him, hey, look, Christian, there are so many manual processes that I'm doing. Why cannot we do something and automate this stuff and uh, help apps all around the world being found within the app stores? And uh, that was kind of the, the start of Apparita, I would say, yeah. What is the main business at the moment for, for your company? So at Apparita, what we're doing is we're providing simple analytics Yes. For app businesses out there, app businesses can really be now, uh, you think of, I don't know, Runtastic, you know, that's a classical app business, but an app business can also be a mobile game. So for example, Rovio, the makers of Angry Birds are a customer from us. 
Uh, so it can also be in the gaming scene, but it can also be, for example, Bank99 uh, is also a customer from us where you know, like the app is one part of their ecosystem. But in the end, all those three types have the same problem. You know, I put my app into the app store. There are millions of apps into, in the app stores already. So what can I do to be more visible, to be found? And that is exactly the challenge for, that we're tackling with AppRadar. So by analyzing this data within AppRadar and then presenting our clients with ideas, with recommendations, with suggestions, based on AI, what they can do to optimize their apps to be more visible. What was um, your biggest surprise on this journey? There, there were so many, you know, uh, I would say now <laughs> we are in it uh, since a little bit more than five years uh, within this journey. You know, we started out as two people, Christian and I. Now we are, I would say, nearly around uh, 40 people uh, within the five years. Uh, so, you know, like yeah. there is this massive growth within our company, which, you know, like is uh, exciting on the one hand, you know, but also challenging on the other hand. I also don't want to, you know, like, uh, tell the, I want to tell the truth here, let's put it like this, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so therefore, as you mentioned, yeah, this roller coaster, you know, like that's uh, still going on. But I think that comes, you know, like if you're ambitious and if you want to, to reach certain goals, and especially if you want to be successful on an international market. So for us, you know, like at the moment, we have over 1,000 customers spread all over the world. Really, on every continent, we have customers paying us money. And uh, some of them are really brands that I adored, especially I, have, uh, ex uh, I, I was gaming a lot uh, when I was a child. So a lot of uh, our customers uh, now, they are giving me money. Uh, some years ago, <laughs> I gave the money <laughs> to play their games. So it's, uh, I think it could come <laughs> in yeah. a specific way. So, you know, it's, you know, the, I would say the, the complete journey itself, you know, it's not getting boring. There's always something new, uh, super interesting, but also challenging, you know. You said, you know, and, and I really love this honesty and this transparency. Um, there's always a little bit of growth pain. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's really important to, to say this out loud more often because we all have those would you say that this is something you are able to address yeah and get rid of it or is it something we have to just deal with it and try to find the right people and try to find them again what would you say is a good advice here yeah i mean obviously i would say it's kind of a process you know it's yeah. it's really not the thing that you and it's done it's you know like always continuous you know uh, you know you want to grow so there is always this kind of okay how can we do this actually what should be the roles what should be the responsibilities uh, what should be the goals the kpis and you know, like all this stuff uh, there is always yeah. there yeah. Um, i think uh, and also looking back uh, into you know how we made it there, so to say, uh, and uh, you already mentioned it, yeah? it is by having the great people next to you, you know, uh, and as mentioned, uh, I think uh, over here at AppRadar, and I think that's really one of the, the great things of our company culture as well, we are very ambitious, so this means, you know, like we really want to tackle big challenges, we want to be super successful in this big international market, and that's, I would say also, you know, like kind of how we are attracting, you know, like like-minded people, I would say, yeah. like really people that want to push themselves, uh, that are having this growth mindset, always trying to push their own limits, learning from day to day, um, always coming also with, you know, like a, a, new, a fresh mindset uh, to new topics, yeah. uh, trying to understand why does this happen and so on. 
And um, so that's, I would say, really part of our company culture over here. And, uh, you know, I could not do it on my own. That's also yeah, no, no, no. Exactly. And you don't have to. That's a good thing. Yeah. But speaking about learning, Sarah, what would you say is your biggest learning? What was it so far? I mean, uh, I would say there are so many. <laughs> so it's yeah. actually like where to start. Uh, I would say kind of really the, the biggest ones come really down to that. Um, that uh, you cannot, you know, like do it on your own. So it's really about uh, finding other people that you can inspire, that share a kind of a similar vision with you, or that, you know, at least have some similar ideas and then are open to be inspired. Let's put it like this. Uh, and I think you know, like getting these people on board, working together with them, and uh, then you can also achieve really big goals out there and uh, also have a lot of fun along the way. I think that's oh. also very important. Another, I would say, very personal learning as well is um, especially, I think, you know, when you found the company, uh, obviously you put a lot of your own personality within the company, but I would say one of the big learnings is also to leave your ego outside the company and, you know, like just focus on what's important uh, at this stage, ideally in terms of what's important for the clients and for the customers out there, because then you can also achieve a good product and as well as uh, achieve yeah, good results in the end of the day. Yeah, but speaking about people, among um, among those people you worked with, you mentioned your co-founder, Christian. Whom would you say you admire most? So obviously uh, within my team, there are a lot of smart people now, you know, like out of those 40, uh, everybody has a unique story where they're coming from and everybody has great stories to tell. Uh, I also have to say that uh, one of our investors, uh, Michael Müller, uh, who was the founder of PaySafe Card and also exited, uh, so to say, successfully yeah. this uh, multi-million uh, uh, euro uh, venture, so to say. For, uh, I would say, like considering myself as an uprising entrepreneur, you know, if you have somebody with his experience also on your side, whom you can ask, and you know, like a lot of questions, hey, Michael, how did you do this back then, how did you overcome this challenge here and there? You know, that's, uh, I would say, uh, also really inspiring for me as well as for the company because it's, I think, as you mentioned, yeah, it's a lot about learnings, but there is also often a shortcut, you know, where you don't have to learn everything the hard way uh, if you already know kind of what the solution is, yeah. What would be your advice for somebody who is doing it now? Having people on your side who, you know, like have already been going through similar processes, you know, it's, everybody has also it's his or her unique story. So therefore, you know, it's, you know, hard to find somebody who has already been going through exactly what you're going through. So therefore finding some, but, you know, like inspiring people that can help you, whom you can ask questions, who mentor you kind of in the best way where it can save a lot of time, uh, which in the end is also, I think, kind of the most valuable thing because that's the only thing that doesn't come back uh, when it's, once it's gone. Uh, so therefore, I think that is a very important one. You have to, uh, on the one hand side, have this passion for what you're doing because uh, let's face the truth, uh, you're spending a lot of time with it. Would you have any kind of advice for female founders? Don't overthink it, just do it. Try it out and uh, yeah, you will learn on the way. <laughs> what do you think is the special thing in the startup ecosystem? What is the special skill set? What are the special traits we need here in this uh, ecosystem? I think in a startup, you, you need to have this mentality that you want to, you know, like really move things or change things, you know, like you need this mindset of, uh, okay, every day is kind of, you know, like, 
something new can happen, a new challenge, something that I have to learn. Uh, I think that is really, really important when it comes to, you know, like uh, working in a startup, founding a startup. Uh, that's part of the game, I would say. Uh, compared to when you're working in a big corporate, there it's more, you know, it's this given process and ideally you choose to do exactly that, uh, what's there documented in the our process documentation system. And don't think too much, just do this and everything will be fine. Can you remember your first employee and how did you um, choose this? very important person <laughs> yeah i can actually I, uh, the first employee over here at operator was andy and andy is my best friend uh, when i was growing up or he was back then uh, then our way separated uh, through different cities but uh, luckily we found back to each other's i think also looking at the other employees that followed uh, kind of this family and friends uh, thinking you know uh, i think especially in the beginning you know when you're starting out Uh, you know, it, it's those people the, the, that you have in mind. Okay, I remember they were really good at what they're doing, were doing back then in school. Uh, for example, Andy was really good at mathematics uh, and uh, is a uh, main responsible person for all our artificial intelligence topics over here. So, you know, like there, there you can find out uh, the kind of similarities and the traits of a personality. You have trust in those people. So, and that's something really important. Yet you have a relationship, you have trust. And did you struggle to build up the right team is there anything you would love to share here in the beginning especially in like when you're when you're starting out uh, i would say you're a bit naive from time to time because you know like you you need to be because otherwise uh, you would not start out i would say um, you just do it <laughs> yeah you, you just do it exactly <laughs> and uh, then it can happen that you maybe do a bit of the wrong decisions when it comes to, uh, you know, like finding people that fit to your team. Uh, when looking back you now at our, our last years and seeing you know, like how, how fast also the company was growing, uh, there are a lot of brilliant people out there, but also for a specific stage of where the company currently is, you know, because the bigger the company gets, I mean, yes, for sure, we also have processes now, yeah? I mean, uh, luckily not at the level like, uh, I don't know, Magna Shaya, <laughs> but uh, we also have it, yeah? It's it's not, you know, like that everybody can come in and say, okay, I'm going to do that, that now, and tomorrow I do that, and then I do that. Trying to find the right people at the current situation with ideally uh, the, a good fitting background or at least a good interest in what, uh, you know, like is needed, also on the company side, so to say, And having them at the right stage in their life or career or whatever, that they're a good fit also exactly for the company at this stage. Yeah? There's this question between, you know, hiring um, personalities or hiring skill sets. Totally. Are you building uh, a job around a personality or would you say, is it better to really focus on the skill sets and then learning Uh, with these people to 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 get the right fit, so to say, in the company. How how would you say you are doing this? I would say in the end, it really depends very much on the position. Yeah. So there yeah. there are a lot of and also on the lever. Uh, so if we're talking, uh, for example, you know, like team leads or um, uh, department leads, or you know, there it's I would say uh, also very driven, you know, like by the personality, you know, where you need somebody who has also bring in the interest. I would say also for the soft skills, you know, like for for leading people, for leading a team, uh, for feedback, and you know, like all this stuff, you know, it's, it's just a bit of a different trait uh, compared. If we, on the other hand, you know, like looking for somebody who is helping us uh, within our IT operations team, 
where it's you know, like it's about fine tuning our service and our cloud uh, setup that we can get the most throughput out of it. There, for example, you know, like you need somebody who has really the very strong technical expertise in these areas. And uh, so therefore, it, I would say it's really depending a bit on the position. But in the end, I would say the, the perfect candidate uh, or the perfect uh, team member over here at AppRadar is a person who is bringing, you know, like uh, for both sides, you know, on the personality side, having great yeah. personality, ideally a track record uh, of uh, kind of uh, the stuff that uh, the, the role also needs. And then on the other hand, uh, having the skill set uh, and as mentioned, yeah, mm -hmm. the experience ideally uh, of already having done uh, something very uh, similar. Yeah? What do you think makes us good leaders? Giving stuff uh, out of your hands, you know, as you, as I was talking, like uh, marketing is really, you know, that's where I'm coming from. That's uh, really my deepest passion. Uh, that's where I would say I have also a lot of experience and I'm uh, quite good at it. Um, but also, you know, like uh, we're having a head of marketing in our team as well. Uh, so I also had to like hand over uh, yeah. one of my core disciplines, you know, where I thought, okay, oh, that's, that's my thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think having this courage on the one hand that you can do this, and on the other hand, I think, uh, and also looking uh, at uh, Greta in this uh, particular case now, empowering somebody else uh, and also helping them to, you know, like get rid of some like, roadblocks uh, that are just you know, like mentally in the head and helping them to, to rise and to really also become the best version of themselves. Complete our sentences. The tool that makes your life easier. I mean, at this stage, I have to say operator. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, uh, I think, really the most obvious <laughs> answer for me. The superpower you, you wish you had is? I, I really love traveling. So therefore, you know, like uh, being able to fly wherever I want, uh, I think that would be a super amazing superpower. No, not, not just flying, yeah, the beaming. Yeah, yeah beaming would be probably even better, yeah. <laughs> that's true, yeah. And your business is your? I would say passion, because that's, uh, I think, really summing it up. Yeah, it's, it's you know, I, I kind of found what I really love to do. I love to work with uh, the colleagues over here at AppRadar. I love to work with our clients and customers out there. So, If money wouldn't be a thing, you would? I would say probably still working at AppRadar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe a, bit, a, lit, a little less hours, I think, would be there. <laughs> but uh, on the other hand, I... I cannot imagine myself, uh, you know, like uh, doing nothing, so to say, or just like relaxing or lying on the beach. Thank you so much. It was really a pleasure having you and very interesting um, journey about Eprada. And I wish you all the best and see you soon. Yeah, see you soon. Thank you very much. Bye bye.